0: Welcome back to First Horizon Park here in downtown Nashville. It's Jeff Hemback with you. Sounds on Deck presented by Pepsi. And tonight the sounds continue with the Omaha Storm Chasers. Joined by outfielder Sky Bolt. And Sky, you've had a good string of games here, getting some consistent at-bats. Good start to this homestand. I know your year has been interesting. You had the stint on the IL, then you came back. And so I would imagine for you getting the regular time now that you're getting, you're starting to find that swing.
1: Yes, yeah, that's right. I mean, you settle into the season, you come off of spring training, and your first priority is your body and getting your body right. You certainly want to go into spring and have some good feel and motions that you've worked on on the offseason, and you want to implement those as early as you can. You want to start helping the team, and you want to start getting yourself feeling well. But uh, as you mentioned, yeah, getting some, some consistent, solid at-bats, stringing them together, uh, getting in the lineup a little more consistently definitely allows you to feel out those those you know, cues that you've been working on and and certainly that the team needs uh, in order to compete and drive in runs and be on the bases. So you you touched on it, consistent at-bats, getting the eyes right and, and getting the body to sync up and follow those eyes
0: big thing this year for the infielders obviously is that the no longer they can shift to over the way they could in the past as an outfielder is that showing up in any way that's different for you guys because of the infield alignment having to be different
1: uh that's an interesting question i, I think quite simply as a hitter I, I look at it from the hitting perspective versus you know yeah. the, the reactive side on the defensive side a hitter's job um, you know they we're, we're taught to not really feed into where the position players are you know your pitcher is going to throw to where its defense is set up. if you pull the ball and you pull the ball strong over 110 miles an hour then it doesn't matter who's in the way. Um, you know that's a job well done you barrel the ball up so it's a mental it's a mental kind of game in that aspect of no one, where the defense is aligned and as a hitter, you know, not buying into what he's trying to do, more so stay focused on what you're trying to accomplish. So in that carryover as an outfielder, guys that continue to pull the ball in the air, they're going to pull the ball in the air. Guys that, you know, are a little bit late with the barrel and they flip the other way, you'll more likely than not see outfielders shifted to the opposite field gap with those infielders pulled to the to the pull side. Pull on the ground, oppo in the air. So uh, shortly put, that hasn't really changed our job in the outfield or our setup, so to speak. I think it's just more so going to be seen how close can they get that middle infielder to the pull side of the bag.
0: For how long have you been a switch hitter? And and did it happen naturally, or did you try to make yourself into a switch hitter?
1: Sure, yeah. uh, I picked up switch hitting in games like competitively at 16 years old. Um, I'd always been a competitive ball player in that, that summer ball circuit and I remember that 15 year old season I, I didn't make that top team within my region. Uh, I was a little bit slower developing as far as size and growth spurt and that whole sort of deal. So, um, I'd always messed around left handed with ball and the in the cul-de-sac and with your buddies. I could never swing the bat on my strong side, right handed. It was just too light. It was erratic. So, left handed, I always did it, plus to get my buddies the upper hand. And, uh, you know, it, it kind of developed from there. It kind of had like a Chipper Jones, Adam LaRoche kind of big old bat tip type of lofty kind of whippy type swing. Um, and then I put the bat in my hands at about 15 that summer that, that I didn't make that team. And I worked on it, I worked on it. I got my butt kicked. And then 16, I started doing it in games competitively. And it was just one of those assets that continue to solve, uh, resolve and see value added to my game uh, to the point where, as you watch baseball now, 75% of your pitchers are right-handed. And that's where I'm getting the majority of my bats. And it's probably where I'm more comfortable and where you'll see more damage.
0: You mentioned the name Chipper Jones. Uh, for folks who don't know, you've got Georgia roots. Born in Atlanta, reside in Woodstock. Was it all things Braves for you as a kid?
1: Oh, man, I grew up in the heyday. You had Glavin, Smoltz, Maddox on the mound, Andrew Jones, Javi Lopez, Chipper Jones. I could go on. <laughs> Certainly a great era of baseball for us in Atlanta. And as a kid, it was, it was tailor-made for me to watch you know, all facets of the game, the mound, the plate, behind the plate, outfield. Um, and so, yeah, Chipper's kind of where I've modeled my game and emulated. Swings, stances, approach. I listened to everything that he had on the game, as far as his mentality at the plate, um, how he adjusted to to switch hitting, what the the troubles were going to be going back and forth, not getting as much work on one side as the rest of your teammates who take 100% of their swings on one side, and kind of really riding the fence of 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 how to manage two sides and get that workload in to to be successful um, and contribute because. Nobody wants 220 on both sides. You yeah. might as well just pick one side. So certainly that was my that was my aim and my focus as a kid was to emulate that man.
0: Drafted by Oakland and you got to the big leagues parts of a few different years with the A's and now signing with the Brewers. What's that been like and what felt like a fit for you with the Brewers as you explored your options? Sure, you know, uh,
1: you mentioned I was drafted in 15. I was treated tremendously in, in Oakland. I loved coming up through that system. Uh, We were always a grinder, kind of notarized team, Um, you know, hard nose and and, and kind of get the work done. 21 I was with uh, San Francisco for about two months, Um, I got a little bit of a taste of something different over there which was great for me, Uh, you know, I brought some things with me. Uh, I'm a big believer in, you know, take a little bit with you everywhere you go and and, and be a, a student of your surroundings. but certainly coming over here to Milwaukee, my first spring training in a different clubhouse, getting to know the guys, you you just start to see pieces fall into place and you you understand why they they did the way that they do. It's a first class organization, Um, attention to detail, It, it starts from the top. It's obviously made its way all the way down through the lower levels. You ask every guy within the organization about their experience here and and not one of them has a bad word to say, they they just love the process. It seems to me like there's two or three coaches or eyes per player at all times. There's constant work to be done, there's constant information if you want it and choose to do it. And then lastly is just the, the quality of people. You can have all those assets and all those tools and resources but if it doesn't get transcribed or explained to you the right way then you know in today's day and age. It's your fault, not my fault. Well, that's yeah. that's not the culture here and, and everybody here is accountable and it's just it's just great culture. I can't say enough good things about it, Jeff.
0: Great stuff, man. I appreciate it. Good luck tonight.
1: Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate you having
0: outfielder me. Sky Bolt. This has been Sounds on Deck presented by Pepsi. Stay tuned. The lineups at first pitch are coming up next.